What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're going to do another book review. You know, you guys love those. We're going to be talking about Steal the Show by Michael Port, which is all about uh, mastering the ability to perform and speak publicly and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. We are all performers. (laughs) Every single one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, are you guys? Uh, did you guys enjoy this book? Are you excited to talk about it? Yeah, I'm very looking for. I think it's gonna. I think it's helpful, uh, no matter who you are, what you do, any profession. So um, why don't we kick it off with some stats and facts? That's how we like to set these babies up. <laughs> well, yeah. before uh, that, can I throw out a quotable? Oh yes, please do, Taylor. Okay, I mean, thank you. Step on the quotable, it's Taylor. Fine. <laughs> we will persevere <laughs> as we pick our crumpled body from the road. <laughs> So this quotable is from uh, Mark Twain, who apparently suffered from very bad stage fright. I did not know that. I didn't know, I didn't either. know that either. Yeah. And the quote is, courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. Um, mm. I love that. It's really good. Mm. I feel like they paraphrase that in the Princess Diaries <laughs> in that letter that her dad wrote her. Do you remember that? No. No? But I do Am feel I too like young? you watched that a lot. I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. Cam loves that movie, I think. and most accurate thing you've ever said to me. Is this a roast? <laughs> but I do feel like you've seen it a lot of times. Dorky girl becomes a princess. Real relatable for Taylor. Dude, I'm pretty sure Cam loves that movie. That's true. It's a great movie. I think I'm just younger. I think that's what it is. That's what I meant more. Like that wasn't one that I like binged much because I was like starting to get a little too old for that. But I can see how like if I was your age when that came out, I would have for sure been like all over. All is that the one Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway? Yes. Okay, I've seen the first one, but they've made several now, right? I think they made. 
Uh, yeah, I think they only made two. The second one was pretty good too. Okay, like, I know that Cam watches all of those things. So I read you know. the yeah. books. You're not alone. Oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Which you're more adult than the movies. Oh, Your Princess Diaries is my Matilda. Oh, I loved Matilda. Yeah. yeah. See, Matilda, I watched every weekend so, as a kid. That's yes. So you yeah. can you can roast me about Matilda if you'd like. <laughs> no, Matilda's cool. Matilda is I the just, fucking shit. Try yeah. to roast Matilda. I try. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. No, Matilda's a much cooler answer for what did you watch every day. I think Matilda scared me when I saw it. Oh my it. god, Miss Trunchbull. <gasps> terrifying. Ooh, that's actually like that's a legit very scary part of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the nails and stuff? That's yes. not okay. That's like medieval, like how they tortured people and yeah. shit. Oh, man. Over chocolate cake. That was oh. into it. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was a great film. Yeah. The important uh, thing is we all watched Willy Wonka. Okay? Yes. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Of course. <laughs> All right, stats and facts. Do you have any more quotes that you want to throw out? Taylor? Nope, I am. Okay. I am all dried up. Okay, here we go. So, um, fear of public speaking is called glossophobia, oh. which I didn't know. Which I didn't is, know that either. We're all speakers, you know. We've all gotten paid to speak publicly, and mm. I didn't know that that was the term. Yeah. Oh, should we know the term for failing and what we succeed at? No, I'm joking. <laughs> public speaking is very scary, and if you're glossophobic, um, I support you. Isn't yeah, it, it the it's number one fear? Yeah, yeah more than is. death. Over Speaking, death. Over yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Who has um, that joke? Someone has an old yeah, joke about maybe Seinfeld. Oh, I think it is, is Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Maybe, People would yeah. rather speak it. Would rather be in the coffin and speak at their own funeral. Oh yeah. my I think gosh. that is Seinfeld. What a great joke. So yeah. Um, so according to a publication by Columbia University, social phobias such as glossophobia have a negative effect on several aspects of a person's career and life. 10% impairment on wages. You may get paid 10% less than others due to the negative effects of your social phobias. Uh, 10% impairment on graduation rates from college. Uh, 15% impairment on the ability to obtain a managerial managerial uh, and leadership position. And only 8% of people suffering from social anxiety and or glossophobia seek professional help. Oh, wow. Wow. When you put it that way, I mean, that, that affects a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Well, because just um, like the fear of asking your boss for a raise, like that's sort of like a social anxiety situation. Does that mm. fall under the umbrella of glossophobia? It sounds like it does. I mean, it's technically speaking in public, right? But right, or not even, like to a crowd of people necessarily. Or even if I mean, as, as if you're in a leadership role, you might be managing like a team of five people that you might have to do like weekly group meetings or something. And oh. if you're nervous to like yes. speak about that, or if I mean, maybe if there's just a lack of confidence, maybe there's a perception that you know maybe people are less likely to kind of take orders from you well or sure. something. I'm not Good really point. sure, but um, I know I do know that. Um, if you do suffer from this at all, like, have you tried like signing up for an improv class or something? Just anything that yeah. can kind of, it's, yeah. it'll be scary, obviously. Yeah, if have you, you tried have this. actively engaging in your nightmare? Yeah, yeah, oh exactly. Baby steps yeah. into the nightmare, but kind of like what we, um, when we had, uh, Cy on talking about like exposure therapy a little bit uh-huh. with, with the OCD episode, mm-hmm. it's like, is there any way that you can engage with this in a way that is outside of the professional world, um, to where like you can sign up for a class, whether it's, a speech class or an improv class or just anything that gets you out of the comfort zone yeah. to kind of start that process a little bit yeah. because you don't want to you don't want to suffer in silence and not at least try right you know only eight yeah. percent seek help that's I a know. really low percentage right yeah that exposure therapy thing does make sense i mean i was really 
I had really bad stage fright for a while when I started doing stand-up. But oh, yeah. before that, I was like a really shy kid and I couldn't, like I wasn't even good at speaking to people on the phone. Mm. And um, once I got a job and I started working and I like had to talk to people, that helped yeah. a lot. Yeah. Have you guys seen that meme um, where it talks about the, the anxiety you used to have in class during popcorn reading where you would count out <laughs> yes. the number of people ahead of you and then scroll to where that was yes. in the oh, book my to read out loud so you could practice? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> my best friends from home and I were like laughing about that like oh my god we totally fucking did that because that was so much anxiety right that was that like was one of the first worst. times you had I to hate speak that. publicly i hope i hope they abolished that by now popcorn because I, reading. Reading. I think that's fucked up i really do because you think about what yeah what if somebody does have that fear or some you know there's some kind of anxiety oh and my like god, yeah. and then everybody in the class we all end up knowing yeah. who's gonna suck at reading the most yeah. and like you know it's like it's just like a terrible it's like it's like institutionalized bullying in a way or like systemic bullying in a way you know not, they're not meaning <laughs> right. to but i feel like it just draws attention and it's just like i don't like that also that's a really shit way to have to read a book like imagine that book on audio like an audio book where it's a different person reading every sentence like that's not oh, fun yeah. and pleasant like nobody yeah. enjoys a book like that yeah. just like let us read the book yeah but it was because you they thought we were gonna tune out uh-huh right they they keep, like, you on your toes. keep you on your toes but really it just made the person in the class who had a hard time reading feel like shit right yeah. like and we all knew who that person was. maybe you were that person but yeah, i yeah. i know there was a couple people in my class and you could tell how freaking upset they would be the rest of the day yeah, yeah. i hated that shit yeah school Ew. yes yeah. I hated that. <laughs> everything about school felt like just they were like trying to suss out the weak ones. Ugh. Right. It was a nightmare. No, yeah. I did not like that at all. Um, anyway. <laughs> so here's a little intro of the book. Um, as odd as it might sound, all of us are performers. And I know for some of you that might not resonate, but I did find this part very interesting. Uh, you're constantly assuming different roles in different social settings, changing your behavior uh, or vernacular depending on the situation. In other words, you're performing. So when you interview for a job, give a talk, caption a social media post. Yeah. That was interesting to me. I'm like, that is technically performing in a way. Absolutely. Uh, describe yourself on a dating site. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we all know how to, quote unquote, quote unquote, play a part. Um, as author, Michael Port leveraged his previous, exper previous experience as a professional actor when he moved into the corporate world. Uh, the intention of his book is to help readers leverage their intuitive understanding of playing a role and take it to the next level. So this book helps readers see uh, why everyone is a natural burn performer, how to unlock your authentic inner voice, and how improvisation can help in different professional settings. So, yeah. How do you guys feel about that? That, I think, really opened my eyes to being like, oh, yeah, you are performing even when you're not actually speaking out loud. Absolutely. Especially with social media now. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. If you, have you ever ever, ever had, like, the feeling, like, in different social social situations you're kind of a different person? And have you ever mm -hmm. had anxiety about, like, when those so, when those groups might mix at, a, at one event? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you don't really know, like, wait, who am I yes. at this yes. social event? Like, yes. am I this person or this person? And, like, they're going to meet each other. And, like, what is – like, yeah, I think, I think we all kind of play a different role depending on who we're around. I think that makes complete sense. There's um, an actual thing uh, I learned in college called uh, communication accommodation theory, which I feel like I've maybe spoken oh, about on here. Yeah. yeah. That like the way you talk to your grandma is different than the way you talk to your boyfriend and you accommodate your so. communication. Right. Depending on who you're speaking to. Yeah. So that is like a very normal thing to have a different almost face a little bit, different voice for people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure it stems back to uh, needing to survive in the tribe. Right. right. Like uh -huh. you need to, you need to, <laughs> you got to know your audience. Adapt. Uh, yeah. So you don't get, you know, bludgeoned to death that's probably what the you know what i mean like yeah. if you've got to kind of yeah you gotta 
know yeah. how to talk to people. That yeah. Makes sense. All right. All right. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. So next thing he talks about, you got to know what role you are playing. So is it a personal role or professional role and when to mix the two? So mixing the personal with the professional often ends badly. It can decrease the level of respect or authority afforded to you by colleagues. Like an actor knows the context of a scene for a certain role, develop the ability to gauge the topics and behaviors appropriate in your professional setting. Don't date coworkers. I was going to say, is this don't shit where you eat? I yeah. think this is don't shit where you eat. Uh, this is what it sounds and like. And we've all done it. And so. we are. I married the shit yes. where I ate. Uh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. married the shit. Yeah. You were like, can I get a to-go box, actually, for the shit here? Uh, yeah. I'm living with the shit I ate, so, you know. Oh, my gosh, that's true. We're all, I, I mean, always forget that you also. We're all shit in what we eat. Let's yeah, we all. You know what's we so all, weird? We're talking 100%. about, like, dating coworkers or whatever. Kane just texted me saying that he just ran into Roy from the office on the street. What? Oh my god! <laughs> On the street, like Roy and Pam, they dated in the office, <laughs> shitty where they ate. But like, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I usually wouldn't like share a text, but I just got that. And I was like, oh Did my god! Get a I picture? I don't know. <laughs> I would have tackled him. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Uh, okay. What a dork. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, continue. Uh, being professional doesn't mean you have to abandon your authentic voice, past experiences, or values and beliefs. So an actor knows their inherent qualities bring life and on- authenticity to their character. Your unique story, history, insights, and perspectives are relevant to others, even in professional settings. Hmm, yeah, hmm. for sure. Okay. I mean, you got to like kind of pick and choose, I think. And that's yeah. probably like that boundary between professional and personal yeah how to relate to people without being inappropriate yeah <laughs> Delaney. without touching their arm you. you know what's interesting is that i really do think it depends on who you work for or like what your job Definitely. is because yeah. i have found that sometimes when you're too professional or like too uptight in an office situation that can also not be great either uh-huh. like like i yeah. think people are more likely to respond well to you, especially if you're in a leadership role where you can kind of like be a person and like you're relatable. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I I walked a very fine line between uh, professionalism <laughs> and personal at my previous corporate uh-huh. job and uh, worked out pretty well for me. Um, but I was also working with like a lot of young people mm-hmm. and, you know, it was a very different environment to other jobs I've had where I've kind of kept that shit locked in a little bit more right. but um i found it that i would i don't know sometimes i felt like they uh they listened to me more when i was a little bit more candid oh. yeah you know yeah you gotta know your audience yeah you have to know your audience 
I've never had a real job, so <laughs> I can't speak to this, um, but that sounds correct to yeah. me. Sheryl uh, Sandberg demonstrated the balance between personal and professional when she wrote about her experience as a corporate leader at Facebook in her book, Lean In. So she found an appropriate space to share her personal experience, making herself relatable to millions of readers and helping inspire a movement of professional empowerment for women. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. That is very cool. That's yeah. a good point. And know the types of roles you identify with, but know when to adapt them for different circumstances. So being adaptable doesn't mean you're inauthentic. A chameleon isn't pretending to be something it's not when it changes colors. It's expressing the full range of its potential. Oh, I like that. Ooh, that sounds like something That's a liar would say. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> so now that sounds like there. a nice uh, personality disorder <laughs> description. <laughs> oh, a man might play the role of battalion leader professionally and the role of father at home both roles are authentically his but he shouldn't act towards his daughter the way he acts towards his battalion really they couldn't come up with a different example battalion battalion's the one they stretch for that's the one they grab for I'm sorry if you're a battalion leader, but I just, I don't know how relatable that is to oh the majority of people who are What listening. is a battalion leader? I have no idea. A battalion, I, I is think, is... Is that like is... the thing at the marching band? No, where it's baton? a... Baton? Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> you're thinking oh, of somebody who throws a baton in the air. Wait a minute. Is this like an army situation? Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, maybe that is more relatable yeah, than what I Yeah, I think you're thinking. like, you like give a, a general a battalion okay, or something. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. It's like sense. a <laughs> so that makes a lot more sense why you wouldn't want to treat your daughter that way like drop and give me 10 you right, thought it was bat- battalion leader <laughs> the music the man parade. <laughs> i'm so sorry guys you know uh, sometimes things words are hard you learn a lot on the show sometimes it's really just in do. a roundabout sort right. of way you learn what something isn't before you learn what something is <laughs> oh gosh okay guys so uh, If you are too rigid in your sense of self, you lose the room to adapt and improvise. If you want to grow, you have to be able to change and try and try on new roles. A comedian may be a clown on stage. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, guys. Ouch. Okay. (laughs) A comedian may be a clown on stage, but if she wants to try directing a movie, she'll need to adapt her behavior for a leadership position. Playing new roles will improve your ability to communicate and make you tolerant of alternative perspectives. When you experience the struggles associated with a new role, you gain insight and deeper understanding of the people in your life who typically perform that role. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, Yeah, like when you become a parent, you're like, my parents weren't that bad. Mm. Uh, I've dropped them twice. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You're like, this is really hard. (laughs) I wonder if um, parents listening are identifying with this part in particular, because I do think that's a big thing. I mean, and they're talking about it with the battalion leader, but like how how do you have those two faces? Like who you are as a parent and then who you are outside of being a parent, which I struggled with because my mom growing up treated me so like, I mean, she was absolutely my parent, but it, there was also a lot of like that sort of best friendship type of a feel. Mm, yeah. Whereas my dad and stepmom definitely had like the parent face, you know, like mm-hmm. they showed us who they were as parents. And then outside of that, they would be, um, you know, like who they were at work and with their friends. And I don't know what is better. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the only... Uh- before my previous corporate job, I worked in a very, very corporate job. And so I'd go to my very, very corporate job during the day and then I would go and perform at night and it felt exhausting having to be yeah. two different oh, people. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I, I feel I'm happiest when I can pretty much be 
the same in most situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously you have to tweak things a little bit, but I did not like having feeling like I was censoring myself at work and yeah. then going and be my being my true self in the evening. And yeah. so I think I think there's a fine line between being like a healthy chameleon versus like being one that's kind of being forced to be that way. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, I, it's just very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we also don't have the types of jobs where we have to snap into a professional mode, but we understand most people do. Like we're yeah. very lucky where it's like, no, I go to work and then I, I'm even more myself. Uh, yeah. I'm the most myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't too long ago where I had to like, dress up in heels and a nice outfit every day and put on a pretty face and greet people as they walked in and try not to actually say shit and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that is a very different role than like who I am as a person. Yeah. And so, you know, I will say though, I'm doing more colleges now and the criteria is different for every college. And so I have to call the college ahead of time to ask like what materials. Okay. So I do sometimes feel a little bit like, despite that it's within stand-up comedy and I do get to be myself, I have to kind of figure out like what version of myself I'm allowed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I know you went through that too, doing colleges. Oh, you still do colleges. Colleges pretty much let me say whatever I want. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you getting a lot of pushback? They've been letting me say what I want. I did do a college um, this past weekend um, that I found out afterward was like a little more religious. Oh, And But I feel like... I mean, they told me ahead of time, no content restrictions, just as long as it's not like hateful or disparaging. I think they're more like, oh, is this somebody who's going to come in and have a bunch of like race jokes or something Mm -hmm. like that? Mine's more just like, hey, can I do some sex jokes? I don't even swear that much, but it's just like, can I talk about sex things? Um, But yeah, I don't know. I like I know if I did a really, really conservative college, they wouldn't let me be sexual. So yeah, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Do you get this when you ask them? I usually just get a kid being like just don't be racist and yes, I'm like, yes yes yeah uh-huh. i wasn't planning on yeah. it. yeah don't be homophobic i would never you know yeah. but like i that they have to say that for a reason because some comics come through and are fucking terrible so right. uh anyway yeah. yeah interesting that within this job there are sometimes are still like different hats you gotta wear totally yeah more often it's at home with your parents but. yeah <laughs> for sure right um know how to listen to your audience so i want to talk about why it's important to be an engaged listener when you're performing actors learn early in their training that if they aren't present and openly listening to their acting partners, they are likely to deliver inauthentic and boring performances. Uh, This is because actors don't just manufacture emotions out of thin air. They get angry or sad in response to what they hear. This is also true in life. The less you're present and openly listening, the less likely you are to respond in interesting, authentic ways, and the less likely your conversation partner is going to bother listening to you. So it kind of goes both ways. Uh, Neuroscientist Seth Horowitz calls this whole brain listening a kind of mindfulness that enables you to be present and focus on what's being communicated to you. Um, In the professional world, how can you listen when you are the one speaking? So when you're giving any kind of performance, whether it be a speech, interview, group discussion, your goal should be to connect and be understood by your audience. So look for body language cues to help you determine, uh, does the interviewer slash audience understand what you're saying? Do they look engaged and present in the conversation? Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of that multitasking, like you're talking, but you're also seeing how they're listening to you yeah Yeah. and sometimes you should you might need to switch gears Mm -hmm. like if you are okay if you are talking and you see that everybody is very bored by the conversation like no i'm just saying like if you're at a party yeah and you can see that people are just like not engaged anymore or they're like 
maybe they're looking at their phone or they're trying to figure out how to like leave the circle <laughs> you know you might be like oh have i been talking too long mm. like have i have i you know yeah. maybe i should kind of kick this to somebody else i think it's just about being aware and um you know obviously i know some people are not aware of those things for different reasons like but right. um yeah i think it's just kind of like again know your audience and like be be okay with improvising you know definitely yeah, yeah. I've made Thanksgiving dinners at my dad's house very uncomfortable sometimes <laughs> by bringing up stories that I think are real funny and are funny around like people my age and you know comic friends and uh, around a table of people who are very you know like manners first yeah. and we don't talk about those sort of things. Boy, that shit gets real tight butthole real fast. So I've learned that oh, the hard way. <laughs> absolutely. I know there was a girl that I uh, used to work with, and um, I could tell that. Anytime that I accidentally said like shit or something, she would really tense up and like oh, get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta just kind of watch myself around this girl because yeah. she's obviously not comfortable with me as a person and um, <laughs> I have to just you know but she could like she could feel uncomfortable enough to like tell HR that I swear or something yeah, yeah. in a work setting and I'm like well I don't want that to happen so I'll just say shit to the people I know that yeah. they're fine with it yeah but if I hadn't been paying attention to like how her body language changed I might not have known that and I could have just kind of kept going until right. there was a real big problem like, <laughs> <laughs> oh right and so yeah I think it's important to kind of uh Read, read the room. Read the room for sure. Yeah. Read the room. Uh, if you're playing a new role, know you can fake it until you make it. Still faking it. Uh, <laughs> plenty of actors hear their inner critics say, you don't belong here as they take the stage. But there are several techniques that can help you beat these self-defeating patterns of thought. The two techniques that the book outlines stem from the idea, if you act like something is true, it's more likely that it will turn out that way in reality. That might sound like new age mumbo jumbo, but there's plenty of hard evidence to back it up. Okay, let's see it. Uh, (laughs) Technique, visualization. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, a 2012 published psych- psychiatric study by Thomas Newmark showed that athletes who visualize successfully completing tasks had measurable boosts in their performances. Mm -hmm. Brain scans during visualizations showed an accompanying shift in neural activity from the left hemisphere to the right sphere, making new neural connections. Try visualizing how you want uh, to be in an interview, speech, or other professional performance before you get there. How will you successfully communicate your ideas? How will your audience react to your performance? 
I think that's okay. I mean, I'll give it to you. Do you guys yeah. feel like the visual the visualization works for you? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm real big on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, oh god, I don't know what it was. I did this recently, and I don't know if I was like watching a random YouTube video, Tony Robbins esque type of video, mm-hmm. and they were talking. They were like, everybody in the audience was like doing some kind of exercise where you're like you're spinning, like you're spinning your body to look behind you, and then they want you to just like imagine you're doing it and do it again, and you notice that you can go like even further the next time. It's a very weird thing. So they huh. like, they oh. actually show you how how powerful visualization is where yeah, like the first time you can kind of like okay, now like the f- the first time you spin, now take t- t- like keep an eye out like where did where are you looking right now? Make sure you uh know oh. the marker of this. Okay. And then when you do the second time, see where you're at and you go you I mean, I went significantly further. It was very strange. Oh, interesting. So yeah, I don't know. That was like a pretty that was a pretty cool example of that. And you didn't really know what you were doing until afterward. Yeah, yeah. Once you were at the second marker, like, holy shit, I'm actually way further turned around. This is strange. Yeah, I absolutely think that's helpful. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the other technique is power posing. Oh, Ooh. I've done this several times. I don't know what this is. It? Okay, so power posing. Psychologist Amy Cuddy from Harvard University found that assuming expansive, dominant physical positions while looking in a mirror <laughs> had demonstrable <laughs> oh. physiological effects. Cuddy concluded that acting confidently in front of a mirror makes people more confident because it can boost testosterone, a hormone linked to feelings of power and control, and reduce cortisol, a stress hormone. So try doing power poses before you give your next professional performance. Yep. Done it. You love it? Been there, done it. Really? I'll go into, a, uh, if it's, let's say, if it's an interview or even like sometimes before I would go on stage, I would go into the bathroom and I would like, I don't I don't know if it was a, technically a power pose, but I guess, but like trying to just like make yourself bigger, like instead of like oh. being all like kind of crouched and like, yeah. like if I, if I get nervous, I kind of just tend to like, you know, go inward mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, no, like. you know be big stand tall be big wait put your arms in the air and just kind of be like fuck yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i've I've definitely done that but you kind of just notice oh i'm just kind of like carrying myself a little bit differently now it's just about kind of being mindful about like what is your body language saying like if you're going up to speak and you're kind of crouched over and like not sure of yourself like there's definitely those types of exercises that can just make you feel a little bit more all right well i'm just gonna I'm just going to be mindful to like have my shoulders like straight up when I walk out there, yeah. you know, just, yeah. but oh, I've done that. Dude, I, I still had stage fright towards the end of doing stand up. Mm. I still had stage yeah. fright. I mean, not all the time, but enough to where I'm like, this would get exhausting for me. Really bothered I, you. This yeah. would really get exhausting for me if I was doing this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like makeup's yeah. my power pose, you yeah. know, like when I'm not wearing it. Like I ran into somebody at the airport this last week and I didn't have makeup on and it was somebody who's like kind of important in the business and I was like, Ugh. like I could feel myself having to force myself to act confident. Yeah. Like don't act slouchy. Don't act like you want to hide inside yourself. Just be like, hey, mm. like have big energy. Don't let them see that you are like wishing that you had put makeup on this morning. Uh. But when I put makeup on, I feel like I carry myself in a much more confident way mm, than when yeah. I don't have it on. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. Well, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, I think uh, you know, take take what feels good. I also like there's a um there's another really 
there's I think there's a book that we should also do about like having an alter ego. And I think that can be super helpful when you're going into positions of like speaking in public or athletic performance or any kind of performance too, where you can like physically put something on to basically become that other person. So like a lot of a lot of like big people have done this and talked about this where like, you know, if you are stepping into a role, um, you might like put fake uh, reading glasses on and then you it helps you kind of like own oh, that person and like uh-huh. become that person or like when I first started doing stand-up I'd wear a leather jacket every time I was on stage because it felt like I felt like I was able to get more into character than yeah. if I had just gone up there and like whatever I was wearing that day mm-hmm. and so I think that's like an interesting thing too where um yeah, yeah. like you could there the alter ego effect I think I don't know if that's the name of the book, but we should definitely cover it because uh, I've heard about it and it sounds fascinating. Yeah, I always put my hair in a ponytail on stage. I feel like that's like my like switching into okay, I'm about to go on stage. Yeah, my hair is back. I can feel I feel more focused. I feel more like ready. Like I can see everything. I don't like if I move around like my hair gets in my eyes. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think that um, they mentioned that I think Martin Luther King used to do something like that before speeches too. Where I can't it, maybe it wasn't him, but it was a very very big powerful you know speaker used to do something like that. Um, whether it was like glasses or something. Um, Mm. So I could be mistaken, but we should definitely talk about that because that's a really good tool to like kind of just, all right, I'm shutting, you know, I'm, I'm becoming this person now for this event and then I can, I can come back to this later, but it kind of puts like that shield, you know, like a protective shield on for you to kind of step into that role. Yeah. I like that. Um, some people wear like certain bracelets or, you know, just anything. Yeah. That's why a lot of people have like a, a uniform. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people talk about that, but it's more, you know, when they talk about like Steve Jobs, it's just like, well, just, he's just so smart that it needed to simplify it or whatever. But yeah. I feel like that's probably part of it too, too. where yeah, totally. you put on that outfit and you're like, okay, I'm Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs out. Exactly. All right. Um, let's get into an iTunes review of the episode. Uh, this is from Madison. Do you guys say cock? K O C H? Coach? 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 I always feel like uh, it's cock. Know. But I don't know. I Maybe mean. I just got a dick on the brain. Uh, <laughs> Madison Coach. We'll go with that. Uh, I've had so much going on in my life recently and have had some hard times, but self-helpless has made me laugh to the point of tears and gotten me through all the bad stuff. They've also made me think about things that would have never crossed my mind. They made a serious impact on my life. Thank you, girls. Oh, thank Aww, you, Madison. Nice. So much. So very sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, please go give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Gives you a chance to be uh, read here on the show yeah uh all right we got some segments segments let's do it all right i've got something i don't even know what category this goes under but i just would like to open it up to you listeners maybe to give me some advice and because i got your guys's advice on text yesterday so um (laughs) a guy on instagram has messaged me for a little while (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um made made comments about my feet so it's a guy who has a foot fetish and he has said before, like, I posted a picture of my feet with, like, my cat and my feet are in, like, fuzzy socks. It looks terrible. And he was like, take those socks off and I'll buy your album type of a thing. Yeah. And then he sent a message. Um, I don't even know. This was a few days ago that said $2,000 for a feet video. <laughs> and... I mean, I know that this sort of thing exists yeah, on the yeah. internet that people get paid to send like foot photos and foot videos or whatever. Um, side note, ah! WikiFeed is a thing oh my that God. I was not like aware of. You two both oh have God. 
rated nice feet <gasps> nice feet ratings i didn't even know i was on that <laughs> who considers me a celebrity foot person if you guys don't know what WikiFeet is oh it's a God. website where people compile photos of your feet from the internet Who's so doing if you posted even if you posted a picture on instagram that's like far away and you're in sandals that picture will end up on WikiFeet. yeah is it lots of people compiling it or the yeah. person in charge of the website no lots of people you oh just submit God. it you just yeah. submit it and then like we're all on each other's wiki feet <laughs> okay. it's, it's, okay. fun. it's so cute it's so cute isn't that cute it's so cute i was so confused and okay. then like people can rate your feet um oh, i have a very middle of the road i'm a 3.3 stars it's called <laughs> really? okay feet is my rating and the Applebee's of feet uh, I'm hoping to move up someday that'd be nice you guys have, have nice feet ratings oh my god um, so it's probably my pictures in the circle Puma sandals that everybody hates so much I'm sure that really tanked me that tanked me hard yeah that's uh, on you that's, that's all on me yeah <laughs> and oh so anyway it's this whole website it's this whole thing anyway um so i posted that screenshot of the guy's message saying two thousand dollars for foot video and i was like i mean that's a lot of money yeah and i got flooded with people being like you have to do it oh my god <laughs> please do it oh my god you have to do it so many people feel like oh, it's two thousand dollars to send a video of your feet why wouldn't you do it yeah and I ran it by my husband. I was like, what do you think about this? And he's like, I mean, first, like, you know that dude's like going to use it to jerk off. And I was like, yeah, I don't care about that. Like, that's yeah. whatever you he need to jerk you, off. Like, you were going to be like, he is? <laughs> what? I thought he was going to watch it like a Sunday night movie. Yeah. But also, you can <laughs> well, jerk off to never. other photos. Exactly. Like, you can just scroll through Instagram and jerk it. Exactly. Yeah. That's you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's fine. I don't I don't mind. I, I'm happy to aid in that <laughs> well, sort of a way. Well, you know he's going to. Jerk well. off yeah, to it. Exactly. Yeah, I gathered that, sweetie. That's yeah, why I'm running it past thank you. Thank you so much. There's $2,000 at stake here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Oh um, what's that movie? Um, something. Uh, what's the movie about? An Indecent Proposal? Where someone, like, offers them a bunch oh, of money to sleep with their the wife? wife? Yeah, yeah, that's, like, what this is. But, like, poor comedians. <laughs> we're, like, yeah, we're, like, toe, baby. we're, like, two k for a foot video. Dude. Babe, you got to do it. Because Indecent Proposal, I think he's, like, a million dollars for one night with your wife. And he's, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I know. Like, my standards are so low i'm like two thousand dollars my god i can't believe they made a whole movie about it that's just do but i mean yeah. i think we all feel similarly about this right. thing where we're like yeah uh, that's worse. yeah yeah and on top of that i got a message from a female comic that was like whoa two thousand is actually a really good rate i've sent foot pics for 500 bucks what and i'm like who whoa, was oh I, you? you told me yeah i'm like whoa like you've done that before and she's like yeah like i've done that several times they just paypal me and i send <gasps> a foot photo oh my god now, that is so a, trusting if this was just a foot photo and it was for two grand. I'd be like, sure. But th- I mean, what kind of video? A does video. You want? I'm like, what is this? Do I need to make like character backstory? Is this <laughs> like a whole thing? Is it? Is it just my feet? Like me wiggling my toes? Yeah. How long yeah. is it? Is like. There's a lot of questions. Why don't you get your questions answered and then negotiate? <laughs> Kane brought up a good point. He's like, here's the thing. Like. Do you really want a video of your feet just like out there? Because you send it to this guy, you don't know where it's going to get posted. Like, do right. you care? Do you care that there's like a video of your feet out there that you know? Do you care if people know you made two thousand dollars doing a foot video? Yeah. Like, that's kind of a slippery slope into like, you know, where do, where does it end? Where's that I'm ankle, baby? <laughs> At the <laughs> ankle. I mean, yeah. I'm in a cam girl. You know, I'm like no, I would never. But it's just, it's a moral dilemma. I'm like, well, shit, I don't know. Because I'd really love $2,000 for yeah. something that's that simple. Yeah. I mean, 
your feet are already out there on wiki feet yeah. this would just be a personal and you could make the video look like a found video you know like you could like set up your phone and then just kind of get you walking around the kitchen or something so if oh. anybody ever did you'd be like wow that is nuts that somebody planted my husband just happened to be filming happened to drop a camera on the floor I cannot believe this occurred I am yeah. incensed and outraged end yeah. of press conference yeah. Who cares? It's your feet. Yeah. Okay, really? So you guys are like, you think I should do it? I mean, you want for two, thousand grand? two grand is a do lot. Do I say you got to send me the money first? Uh, yes. yes. Oh, 100%. Yes, okay. you have to get the money first. Okay, so you send me the money first. And, and then, then and I specify I'll send you a 10 second video of my feet. Yeah. Maybe, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to even do in those 10 seconds. No, you know what? You I don't might. think you should say anything. I think you should just get the money and then send a video. video. But he might he might have some <laughs> some requirements. <gasps> you know what I mean? Maybe it's like, oh, can it be at least a minute? Can it be socks off? Can it be like, I want to know. I'm assuming it has well, to be yeah, socks off. Well, yeah, it's 2K. Yeah, you got to do well, socks off. I was told. <laughs> I was, no, are they painted toenails or unpainted? Like, what kind of I mean, I try to make them look nice. But here, okay, so here's the thing, too. So <laughs> If picture, they need to be painted, it's $2,000 and $2,000. $2,024 for the pedicure. Here's the thing. If I send this guy a video of my feet, he's pro- if you give him Moose and Muffin, they're going to want the whole bakery, right? <laughs> I mean, where does this end with this guy? I send More a foot feet. video. He might want another foot video. Maybe he'll want and a then holiday I become one foot video you can, you can dress him up in like little outfits for the holidays. <laughs> <Little> reindeer <laughs> antlers. Maybe it'll just be like a nice pen pal relationship that oh, you'll always have with this I, one I don't person. want this to be like an ongoing thing. Right. I, what I would be what I would be more worried about getting out, not the I would not be worried about the video getting out. It's like right. you don't know that those are my feet. I'd be worried that they'd screenshot the messages where I'm like, how long does it have to be? <laughs> right? like, that's like way more degrading. That would be Do it like, send me the money first. I'm being like you. a fucking Lisa Simpson about this foot video. I'm like, okay, what specifications do you need? Like yeah. I'm trying to oh my god, so stupid. You're like, that I wanna get an A. So yeah. It's so dumb. Funny. Everybody's messages were so funny to me. Somebody was like, "Like, how do you explain that on your taxes?" <laughs> I just picture going to H and R and the woman being like, "You put two thousand under boner donor," <laughs> which I said in text to you yesterday, and you're like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, "It's a joke, Dork." I was like, "You have all people dad jokes." I'm like, "That's just fucking a dad joke." I was like, "Is this a, is this a what did I ask? It was if it was like a setting on WikiFeet, yeah. or if this was a feature you on WikiFeet?" You actually thought I had become like a full blown yes. like a Mary Kay consultant. Like you yes. thought that's what I'm becoming for yes for foot videos. You say boner donor. An independent contractor work. I mean, I mean, you guys do random TV gigs and stuff all the time. It just, could just do be PayPal. Like, hey. Send to a friend. It be was like, a, I, it was an acting gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Starring my fucking dog. We are all a performer. Oh, my Even God. Your feet, your feet are performers. Okay, listen. I would do it. <laughs> would you do it? I, I would do it. Taylor, would you do it? I asked I, I asked mean, like, I'm would you terrified of everything. It? So Would you actually do it? I, I probably, honestly, what would probably happen, I would probably see that message and delete it because I'm like, that's not real. Well, that's the thing too. I'm like, is this guy just fucking with me? Yeah. But like, I'm not open-minded you know. enough to even think like about. Entertainment. Yeah. 
my my best friend's pregnant right now and I texted her about it and she's like our lives could not be more different right now <laughs> you're getting offered two grand for a foot video and I'm assembling a shitty diaper garbage can <laughs> she was like what what is life right now but yeah I don't yeah I mean I haven't gotten the offer yet so if I did I guess I'll deal with it if and when it comes but I asked Kim I was like would I be allowed to, would you be cool if I did it he's like fuck yeah we go on vacation yeah right I mean <laughs> Pay off some bills, you know, who cares? Or stock it away. I don't, but I'm also not in a, I'm in in a very different position than you guys now. Like you guys are more public figure type of people now and Mm. like you're going to continue to be. And so this is something that you would, you might face the repercussions of this. Like, exactly. But if you just do a bit about it. If that's the thing, you guys are comedians, though. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if you ever got called out like, oh, Kelsey Cook used to send foot videos, you'd be like, yeah, and it was fucking awesome and it paid my rent. Like, you can yeah, own and it. Yeah, I talk about it on stage, so whatever. It's yeah. not yeah. like you guys want to get into, like, b- politics or, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if you did, I don't know. But, like, it's not like you guys are trying to go get, like, I don't know, a, a corporate job somewhere where they're going to be looking into certain things and they can look at your social media and judge you on that. It's like you're comedians, so... I know. I it's mean, just so not me. Like, I've, I've never done anything like this. Yeah. Not even remotely mm-hmm. adjacent to cam girl stuff. Yeah. I performed at a porn star award, but, like... Yeah. That's still me just doing my job. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, me actually participating in something for money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could I, I could send my feet and they'd be like, who, nobody knows who the fuck this person is. I could just keep sending my feet. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's the nice thing about feet videos. Like, you really cannot tell yeah. who it is. Like, yeah. I work at home You could always just PJs, be like, not so. my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you have plausible deniability. <laughs> anymore after this after this episode maybe i'll paint some like freckles or something like some like weird marks on my feet yeah oh my god anyway that's my thing i mean listeners chime in on facebook message i feel like everyone's gonna tell you to do it who's gonna say hey don't do that well i don't know i mean i I think some people could make the argument of like okay but if you do that then you can't undo that okay the person who had sent stuff before do they ever face any negative like repercussions for doing that I think I might ask her more questions today. Yeah, did it lead yeah. to other stuff? Did it just stop there? She had said that it was just one guy who like lives in like a very, very far away country. And I think she had sent that guy several photos. So it had been like, I think, an ongoing thing, I think. I mean, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, the only fear, I guess, that we haven't talked about is like, you don't know who that is. I know. It's probably fine. Yeah. But, like, you don't know if that person's going to, like, show up to your gigs and be like, we yeah. have a connection. I'm the one you sent this See, thing. Yeah, I didn't think about it's that. It's so personal. Yeah. That's true. It's See, so personal. To, I don't have to worry about that shit anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, as you guys as, have to worry about that. As soon as you start to have, like, a one-on-one yeah. sort of special transaction, especially because I made it, I made it this whole thing on Instagram story, but, like, oh, my God, should I do this? Like, yeah, it's being a little heightened at this point. I, I am yeah. a little afraid that, like, you know, you crack that door open people might want to keep pushing it open. Yeah. Or they'll just feel oh. closer to you than they should. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's an intimate thing. Yeah, yeah. Send yeah. a video on my feet. So, 
God damn it. Why couldn't he have just been like a fee bid for $20 and I would have blown by it? But 2000 man, I come know. on. Maybe he meant to write 20 and he hit K instead. <laughs> no, I mean, there's it's three zeros. Yeah, okay. All right. He did put the dollar sign at the end of it, though, instead of the beginning, which is not correct. <laughs> maybe that's... He's on a monopoly money. Monopoly money. Maybe that's his loophole when he tries to send it. Like, I wasn't in the right place. Not actually money. Well, um, These are Devin dollars. Um, they're... If you if you get twenty, you can get something out of the prize box. Oh my god! I got sticky hands and warheads. Oh my god! Got those balls that bounce really high. You've seen those, right? I'm really good. Like the Chuck E. Cheese ticket counter. Oh my god! Devin is like exactly the name of somebody who would want a fit video. It's not this guy's name, but I think Taylor brings up a good point about that. That makes a lot of sense. Is like you don't want you want that's that whole thing because you are you could people can show up in public and, and yes introduce yeah. themselves and stuff like that and i'm at home in my, my pajamas nobody's <laughs> finding shit from me yeah. I, you know well, and as you said on the podcast if it's not a fuck yes it's a no yes yeah so i think the fact that i still have so much like hesitancy means probably i would not. probably regret it so yeah yeah okay i'm glad we discussed that yeah yeah, yeah thank you for sharing please keep us updated yeah on. hey you know maybe you can give my number <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Hey, I, I can't do this, but my friend video. Delaney has a four point something on Wikipedia. Just give me a cut. I'll become your foot, like, <laughs> you know, my, my your foot, foot agent. agent. Oh, God. That foot is pimp. so funny, dude. Foot pimp. Oh, foot my gosh. Pimp. That's Hashtag a great next pimp. album. Cam and I will do couples Hi. foot photos. Does anybody want a couple foot situation? Uh, no. <laughs> Nobody wants to jerk feet. off to you <laughs> hey, with God, your. Hey, guys, that 4.2 rating on Wikifeet. Want to see my. <laughs> Check what Cam not. has on Wikifeet. Oh Do you think I everyone's actually, just on Wikifeet? I looked Cam up and he's not on there, so not everybody's on there. Is it just everyone with like a? I think it's chicks, like Pub- oh. chicks that are like a little more public. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Well, that was. <laughs> Oh, what a treat. It's still, it's still segments are still going, segments isn't it? Are still, that was our first that segment. Was, yeah. I mean, wow, what a ride, you guys. Um, <laughs> my my segment is just basically, um, I have a good shit. Dick Spy Delaney it has relaunched. Yay. I'm super excited. They look great. Thank they you do. so much. Really um, I hired an incredible artist, Riley. Shout out to Riley. Um, and basically, we do uh, we do digital dick cartoons now. Yeah, they look so great. Amazing. You still submit your photos and a description, and Riley dickifies you or your loved one or whoever you know you're yeah. submitting, and um, you can take that dick and print it on whatever you want. We just give you the information to like, hey, check this company out. They'll do whatever you want: pillows, phone cases, mugs. So it's no longer just dick mugs. It's getting the design and then doing whatever That's whatever you'd so like. Great. I have uh, one customer who's making like a. <laughs> A dick coloring book out of like dickified all of her friends and family and is like putting them together in a book for Amazing. them to color and like Amazing. Uh, some people are like printing them out and framing them and giving to people for holidays so like everybody's oh. doing they're doing such funny things with them I can't wait to see like the finished product of like where people's dick cartoons end up yeah um, so yeah I sell dick pics dick pics now instead <laughs> of uh, dick mugs I love and it and so that's it. been really really fun I just yeah it's great Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That's my good shit. Very proud of you. Thank you. Okay. It's fun. <gasps> I don't you know got if to? I have any, to be honest with you. Um, uh, good shit. I'm not sick anymore. Oh my oh, god, yeah. that held on for almost two weeks. It Oof. was brutal. And I went to the doctor. Here's a defuck. I went to the doctor in Arizona, and they were like, "Yeah, if it gets, if you're still bad in like another f- four days or whatever." Like basically, just told me like 
once you get to two weeks, that's when it's that's when you can have something. And just didn't want to give me anything. And wow. I had to be like, can I please have antibiotics? And they're like, we'll give you one, but you'll still have to wait to use the prescription. And I was like, okay, screw you. Whoa. So, oh, here's a good. Okay, I'll talk about this. Here's uh, I'm finding I'm finding the good shit uh, as we as we muddy through this. Um, while I was in Arizona, the the manager of the club texted me and was like, are you still feeling really sick because we have this mobile iv service and i was like i don't know what that is but sure like i will do literally anything i feel terrible and so they sent this woman over and she uh just injected my bloodstream with a massive bag of like just i guess vitamins vitamins and supplements and water and whatever like and um yeah, like vitamin C and zinc and all these other things. I did it the second day too, and they put some torbidol in it, which is just like really strong ibuprofen. Mm. And oh um, yeah, and I like it was amazing. Right afterward, I was like, okay, I don't feel like completely better, like, but I feel like I can go do these shows now. Whoa, like, it was crazy. I'm like pinching my arm. That gives me so much anxiety, to be honest. Really, to have mm. an IV in? I, yeah, I fucking hate. IV that not needles oh. but IV stuff like really fucking I hate that. Yeah, stain. you gotta you gotta sit there yeah. for mm-hmm. like thirty to oh. an hour. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. Under no circumstance. Oh okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta wow. wait for it. It's like a bag like oh, this big. That and you makes gotta me wait seriously want to throw up. Really? That makes me like super nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I doesn't just bother you. The Weirdly feeling enough, of a needle no. right there for thirty minutes to an hour. No. Wow. Oh. But it worked, huh? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it helped. It, it helped hurt, a I lot. I mean, yeah, I started, I felt like it was, I finally started feeling better. I That's incredible. That was the thing. Is that like a, is that a mobile service that a lot of cities have? This I don't know. I haven't checked. IV thing? They have, I'm like, sure. Oxygen bars. I see huh. that. I think quite if a bit. you look up, I, he, that's what I said. I was like, how do I find a place like this in LA? He's like, oh, just look up IV hydration. Huh. Um, because it's, it. I, he, they were telling me that a lot of people do it for, um, a lot of people do it for like hangovers. hangovers. I was just gonna say hangovers, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen people do that. But for us, I feel like it's such a good thing when you're traveling because you get so dehydrated yeah, and you're really just like depleted. so many germs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna do this like before and after I get on planes, like all this month, just to yeah. S- yeah. keep myself. What good. did they charge for like a bag of stuff? I asked her. I think she said like one forty. Okay. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Um, have you, did you go buy masks? Did I go buy masks? For oh, no, I haven't yet. Okay. I need to. I've been, I've stayed really strict with wearing masks and using wet wipes, like wiping everything down, mm. wearing the mask. And I started to get a little sick in New York, but honestly, it went away after like maybe 48 hours. So Amazing. I don't think it was like a full big thing, but I have been flying a lot lately and I've managed to stay healthy. That's awesome. That's good. So mask life, man. I mean, you, you look fucking crazy, but... <laughs> seems to help also taylor just shared such an incredible story on patreon that like you guys it's already <laughs> regretting it it's so embarrassing i know we're it, biased because it's our show but like <laughs> it's such a fucking funny story Holy very shit. relatable very I relatable so. i felt like an insane person so many people have done this i was okay. covered in sweat listening to it it's you guys <laughs> And Delaney shared one last week, too. The Patreon's just been really fun lately. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we're only 20 people away from reaching our goal of 500. Yeah. yeah. We keep going up. It's very exciting. And once we reach 500, we're doing an exclusive live stream Q&A with uh, our, our Patreon community. Hell so, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Um, 
So we've got some uh, some show dates and stuff like that to plug. I want to give a quick. This is coming out on November fourth. Your birthday, Taylor. It's it comes birthday. out on your birthday. <laughs> Everybody, go wish Taylor a happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday to you. By the time this comes out, it will have been a few weeks since I was there. But just a shout out to all the amazing helpsters uh, and Rissa Fury fans who came out to the shows at Comedy Works in Denver. Holy shit! Like, so cool to meet you guys. You're the sweetest. Also, shout out to um, this amazing helpster and her boyfriend who. Drove to see my show at Southwestern University, which is an hour outside of Austin. They drove from Austin to see it. And it was literally like a show for, I don't know, maybe 25 college freshmen in their cafeteria. Oh, my God. This helpster's first experience seeing me. And like, you know, it's fine. Like, I I did my time. You trudge through it. You get the check. But it's definitely not like the most, uh, I don't know, desirable place to perform or the place you would want somebody to see for the first time uh, in a college cafeteria. But anyway, thank you so much for making the drive up. You're so sweet. I was like shocked that there was anybody in the crowd that wasn't just like a student there. And um, that's that's very sweet. Hopefully I'll be back to Austin to perform at like the comedy club there and not, (laughs) you don't have to come drive to this cafeteria. But anyway, go for it, Tay. Uh, well, this weekend, uh, I'm hoping they're sold out and I don't need to say this, but, uh, this weekend, November 10th, I'm taping my special Yay! in Portland at the Aladdin theater. Hope yeah, I'm yeah. ready. Hope You're I'm not ready. freaking out. You're, You're more than um, ready. ready. And yeah. then, uh, after that, I'm going to disappear for a minute and a half. And then I will be, uh, at the comedy castle in Royal Oaks, Michigan, November 21st through the 23rd and the comic strip in Edmonton, Canada, December 12th through 14th. And those are my only two road weekends after the special. I wanted to take the rest of the year off, but everyone's like, you can't do that. And I was like, all right. So those are the two I'm doing. And, uh, you know, if you're in L.A. uh, or New York, I'll probably do some shows there. But other than that, that's all it is. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, you know, get your your dick pic orders in, people, for the holidays because uh, it's been really fun. And so, yeah, check out Dicks by Delaney if you want to dickify a loved one, you know, yeah. celebrity character, an object. Yeah. We're getting some very fun requests. So yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good time. And you can follow Actics by Delaney on Instagram to see what people are, uh, are dickifying. But yeah, awesome. it, takes, it takes a little while. So get your orders in sooner rather than later for the holidays. Perfect. Yeah. And you can go to KelseyCook.com for uh, upcoming tour dates. There's actually a lot of dates already added for um, weekends next year. So check that out. See if I'm coming to your city and uh, go watch Rissa Fury. Sweet. Yay. All right. We love you guys. Go leave love an iTunes you. review. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content, ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. 
Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album Savor It on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.